Hello, and welcome to MCW Wisdom. That's wisdom for modern Christian women. Make sure to find us at www.mcwwisdom.com. Let's take a quick look at Gideon in the Bible. If you go to Judges chapter 6, starting with verse 11. Now, Gideon was born in a time of slavery, basically. The Midianites had overtaken the Israelites. The Midianites were harsh taskmasters. I mean, they were awful, awful, awful to the Israelites. And so, but God said he's going to deliver them. So he sent an angel of the Lord to Gideon. And he called him a mighty man of valor. Now Gideon immediately started complaining. (laughs) When you read the verses, you will see he said, the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And he said, pardon me, Lord. That's Gideon talking. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. And sometimes we feel that way. We feel sometimes that God has forgotten us. But every now and then, somebody will come up to you or you will feel it in your your body, just in your soul or in your mind, that God is drawing you to do some amazing things for him. Sometimes we do start with a complaint or sometimes we do still, we start with grumblings about why we can't do a particular thing. And so then verse 14 says, the Lord turned to him. Now the the other verse said, the angel of the Lord. Now it's saying the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? And Gideon replied, pardon me, my Lord, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. After Gideon complained, he said, how am I going to do all of that? Really? How am I going to do that? My clan, my family is the least of all of the other families in town. I am the youngest, the weakest, the least of my family. So you're coming to a man from a weak clan, and then I'm the weakest person in my family. And you're saying to me that I'm going to save us from the hands of the Midianites. And so verse 16 says, the Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, if now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. A lot of the times when God is calling us or drawing us, we have that same sort of reaction. We start grumbling and complaining. We start coming up with excuses of why we are unfit for service. And God continues to draw us and draw us and draw us. We sometimes begin to have dreams about things that God wants us to do. It seems so large that we automatically get overwhelmed and back away from it. And we get reluctant to even think about the things that God is pulling us to do because we don't believe we can do it. 
But as he said, I am with you. God is with you. So it's not you being in service to God all by yourself, but it is God who has made you fit for service, God who has qualified you, and God who will be with you and see you through all of the trials and tribulations that you will encounter when you are trying to do the right thing. Doing the right thing is not easy. And that is why we need the strength and the courage of our Lord and Savior to pursue the things of God and to actually do what he wants us to do. We have a lot of reasons within ourselves for being unfit for service. One of mine, my top reasons for being unfit for service to God is my attitude. Oh, God, you know I have a bad attitude. You know, I've had experiences before where I have just lashed out at people, and I think you need somebody more gentle. Or I'm thinking about my past mistakes. Oh, God, I don't know if I can do that because you know that thing I did, and I'm not too sure I'm not going to do it again. So the last thing I want is for a whole bunch of people to see me doing that thing and then talk about me doing it. I don't think I can do it. Or you might think about your current bad behavior. (laughs) Things that you currently do that you think disqualify you from service to God. Oh, God, I smoke. Not all the time, but you know I still smoke. Oh, God, you know I still like to go to the clubs. Oh, you know I still like to drink a little bit, right? So you think your current bad behaviors disqualify you or make you unfit for service to God. Your past disappointments can also keep you stuck in a mind state where you feel unworthy. Past disappointments, oh God, I tried this before and it didn't work out. And actually that's very hurtful. So to gather yourself to try again takes a whole lot of strength and fortitude. And a lot of times you might feel like, I just don't feel like I can do this again because it didn't work out. Or you might see other people doing something similar to what you think God wants you to do. And you might start saying, oh, well, you know, there are a whole bunch of people on Facebook now you know, giving little inspirational messages. They're Facebook preachers now, you know, so I don't I don't even know if I need to do that. There's a lot of other people doing stuff for God, so I don't know that I need to jump in all of that. You might not have gone to church for a while, or you might not have been baptized, or you might not have done churchy things, you know. Oh, God, you know, I don't really go to church. I don't do all those churchy things. I haven't given tithes in such a long time. I just put a dollar in a collection plate when I do go. I don't think I can do this because I'm not all in church like that. So maybe when I get all in church like that, then I can do this thing that I think you you want me to do. Or no big pastor has told me to do it or called me for it. Nobody has anointed me and nobody has had a vision with me in it saying, ooh, I think God wants you to do this. (laughs) We come up with all sorts of excuses. And I'm talking to myself as I'm talking to you. But I'm going to tell you one thing that I heard the Holy Spirit say to me when I was saying, and this was some time ago, when I felt compelled to write all of the books that I have written. If you're looking at my Instagram page or at mcwwisdom.com, I have written quite a bit of material. And every time I felt compelled to write a book, I would say, God, nobody knows me. Nobody really bought the last book I wrote. Why do you want me to write another one? You know, there are other big famous people out there 
writing to women, talking to women who are talking about the same things I think you want me to talk about. So why am I having to do all of this? And what came to me was you write the books and people will know you. That's how you're doing it. That's how I am working with you and through you. So you cannot compare yourself to other people because there's a particular way that God wants you to do things because normally people would build a really big audience, a big YouTube following, a big Instagram following, and then write a book and everybody would just buy the book. But with me, I'm an unknown. So I have a lot of books, but I don't have a lot of followers. And so what came back to me was my word will introduce you. You don't need other people to introduce you. You don't need a big following. My word will introduce you. And those who recognize my word will recognize you, regardless of who they are. Those who recognize my word will recognize you. And I stopped giving all of those excuses. So even now, I'm in the middle of writing another Christian-oriented book, and I'm like, God, there are already four or five of them out there that I've already written. (laughs) Oh, my God. It takes so much to write a book. But this is what I have been compelled to do. This is what God wants me to do as part of my reasonable service to him without excuse. And so now it is time for you to understand that you are fit for service and to gather yourself and to step out on faith and do the thing that you feel in your gut that you know that God is calling you to do. You know, one thing before I leave, Marianne Williamson gave a really good lecture that I heard on tape some years ago. And she said that it's not that we don't know what God wants us to do. It's just that we are afraid to do it or we are reluctant to do it because we don't think we can or we don't think we're good enough. So you know what it is God wants you to do. So now it's time to get over fear, get over guilt, condemnation, those feelings of unworthiness, all of that icky stuff that's keeping you from flowing in God's spirit, in God's plans for your life. So you have got to get rid of guilt and condemnation in order to do that. All right, hopefully you got something out of this. Make sure to find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all of our social media at www.mcwwisdom.com. We've got some really good information on the blog. We've got audio, ebooks, digital downloads, print books. Again, that's www dot mcwwisdom.com.